Welcome to the So You Want to Talk About Leadership podcast, where we redefine leadership. Leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are, how you make people feel, and how you show up in the world. Stay tuned for a different perspective on leadership to learn, grow, and expand as a person and leader. If you're not afraid to lead by example or live in excellence, this show is for you. If this is not you, Come on back when you're ready. We'd be glad to have you. Now, here's your host, the serial leader himself, Tony Miller Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to season two. Happy New Year to everyone. Welcome back to So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Yes, we are back like we never left. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm so excited. I missed you guys so much that this week, I'm not just dropping one episode. This week, I'm not just dropping two episodes. This week, I am dropping three episodes because I missed you guys so much. And there was so much that happened. There's so many things that was on my heart, so many things on my mind that I just couldn't wait till we got to 2022 so I could share them with you, so I could just, you know, get get it out there in the atmosphere and let any and everybody who wants to and who's willing to, to hear this. So I hope you guys are ready to gear up because season two, we are back. I just want to shout out all of my listeners, those who continue to listen after season one ended. And I want to give a special shout out to my international listeners, those that are in Germany, Australia, France, the UK, and Belgium, and so many more. I just want to say thank you and show my appreciation for the love that you've given me. And I want to dive right into it today. I think that it's only fitting that as I open up season two on MLK Day, that I talk about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. See, I've had the pleasure to to act as him in a play, to recite his I Have a Dream speech, and I've even spoken at multiple MLK convocations. But as I've gotten older and, and progressed into adulthood, I've realized the significance of the I Have a Dream speech. But I also understand that Dr. King is more than his I have a dream, the other America, our God is marching on, or the I've seen the mountaintop speeches. He's more than his letter from Birmingham jail. He was a fearless leader who wanted better for his nation. See, Dr. King would have been 93 years old this past weekend, and this April will mark the 54th year since his assassination. Dr. Martin Luther King, he has a legitimate legacy of leadership. And I just want to run, just give you a couple of those things before we really dive into what we're going to be talking about today. And it's just some, you know, just some fun facts and things you may or may not have known. And one of the things that I think is one of the most interesting is that Martin Luther King was actually not his given name. His given name was actually Michael King Jr. And what happened, his dad happened to go, I believe, to travel to Germany to actually hear the Martin Luther speak. And he was so moved and so inspired that he actually came back to the States and changed not only his name, but then changed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s name from Michael to Martin. And so that's how we get Martin Luther King Jr. And so I think he's, I think his dad actually changed his name when he was about five years old. So the first five years of his life, he was actually Michael King Jr. instead of Martin Luther King Jr., the name that we know him by today. Something else, Dr. King, he graduated from college at the age 19. And so he 
skipped grades 9 through 12 and started college at Morehouse amid the age of 15. Dr. King is also one of three Americans to have their birthdays reserved as a federal holiday. The other two are President Abraham Lincoln and George Washington. In 1964, when Dr. King won the Nobel Peace Prize, he was actually the youngest person to win that prestigious award. The accolades, the accomplishments, even the fun facts about Dr. King, they're endless. But I want to spend the rest of this episode highlighting just critical lessons of leadership that he gave us. See, the first lesson that I believe that Dr. King gave us was that he led from the front and not the back. And when I say he led from the front, not the back, what I mean is that he didn't ask those people following him. He didn't ask the members of SNCC to do something that he was unwilling to do. If you didn't know this, Dr. King was actually jailed 29 times during his life. And in a particular sit-in in Atlanta, there were 52 others that were sent to jail with him just simply from a, from a sit-in because they weren't going to be served because of the Jim Crow laws and different things that was going on and just the inequities and the injustice that was going on in our country. And so Dr. King wasn't a leader who said, you guys go ahead, I'll sit in the back where it's comfortable. He did not do that. He led from the front and not the back. The March on Selma He didn't send his followers, he didn't send SNCC, he didn't send his other leaders out to march from Selma to Montgomery to make a point. No, he was there when they got sprayed with the water hoses, when the dogs and everything, when it it went all on the TV screen and people saw what was happening. Dr. King was there. And obviously they had to turn back when they passed the bridge because the police force and everybody was there waiting on them. But what he did... He was right there in the trenches with them. They waited two days later. They got, they restructured, they came back and they finished the march. He led from the front, not the back. The second thing about Dr. King is that he was comfortable being uncomfortable. As you can imagine, in the times in which he was doing what he was doing, he was getting bomb threats. His, his family was getting death threats. There were a lot of different things going on in, in his life. And, and, and depending on what you believe, what you've read, what you've heard, even the movies and documentaries and depictions that you've seen, Dr. King had a lot of conversations with the federal government and even the FBI that was even saying, hey, you need to stop doing what you're doing. You need to chill out. Stop with the Montgomery bus boycott, all those different things. And he never let that phase him. He was comfortable being uncomfortable because he knew what he was doing. He had a vision bigger than himself. And as leaders, we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because leadership itself is not a comfortable thing. And there's going to be times where we have to be uncomfortable to get things done and make things happen for our vision and our cause and those people that we're trying to create a better life and a better outcome for. Number three. Dr. King did not let the negative deter him. And that's not just before, that's not just when he was this great civil rights leader. No, even as a student, even as a young man, there were certain obstacles, there were certain things that impacted him, but he didn't let it stop him. For instance, Dr. King is known as one of the greatest orators of all time. But I don't think a lot of people know that 
he actually got a C in public speaking during seminary school. And when you think about it, Dr. King, outside of being this great civil rights leader, what what he's remembered for, one of the biggest things besides everything that he did, one of his biggest weapons was his ability to speak, his ability to articulate his thoughts, his feelings, and his emotions. But Dr. King, before he became Dr. King, he got a C in public speaking. So can you imagine? Can you imagine how when Dr. King blew up and granted there was no social media and things like that. I mean, and the TVs kind of came down the line, down the road, but when he got his speeches broadcast and things, can you imagine that professor who gave Dr. King a C? Can you imagine how he was feeling? And, and even if, Hey, if Dr. King deserved a C at that time, Hey, he, be, he didn't let that deter him. That negative stop him. He got better at public speaking and he's known as Dr. King, one of the great orators that we know today. The fourth thing that we we can take away and learn from Dr. King is the importance and emphasis of communication. I just talked about how great of a public speaker he was. Dr. King had a gift that could move the hearts, the minds, the souls of people. He could paint a picture of the vision. He could paint a picture of what he wanted the people he was speaking to to see. When you think back on the I have a dream speech, one of the most famous lines and one of the most used lines is that he has a dream that one day that we'll live in a nation where people will not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. There's different pauses. There's different inflections in his voice that in each and every speech that was not by accident. It was it was on purpose. It was it was strategic. He knew what he was doing because he understood the importance of communication. Back in season one, I told you that communication is key, but care is king. And in this case, not only did Dr. King care about his cause and what he was doing, he was able to communicate because his ability to communicate was what allowed the civil rights movement to go forward and and be as impactful as it was and all the other people that worked in those names that aren't called that his his gift his ability to communicate and as leaders we have to learn how to communicate effectively clearly articulately so there's no confusion make it plain so the people that we're leading understand and know what it is that we're trying to accomplish and what it is that needs to be done to help us accomplish what that goal is. And lastly, Dr. King was excellent. He was excellent in emotional intelligence. Can you imagine some of the things that he heard? Can you imagine some of the things that he's seen? Can you imagine being pushed on the ground, stomped on, spit on, bomb threats, death threats, different things being said to your to your family members, whether it be your mother, your wife, your kids, but him taking the nonviolent approach, him him being able to to deal with all those emotions and and not fight back in the way that they wanted him to fight back. Because if he would have fought back in the way that they wanted him to fight back, they would have used that against him. But for him to have the self-control for him to be able to gather himself, gather his thoughts, gather his emotions, for him to be able to control his emotions 
and not let his emotions control him, as the emotional intelligence author Justin Baricio would say, that's what made Dr. King such a great leader. See, Dr. Dr. King, he didn't live to see his prophecy of equality or even President Obama. And, and what we have to understand is that sometimes leaders, we, we won't, we won't experience our promise. And although Dr. King never saw his prophecy of equality and the end of injustice and seeing a black president, it never deterred him from his vision. It never deterred him from his mission and it never deterred him from his journey. He is someone that we respect, we revere, and we appreciate. And we, and we are honestly, we're indebted to, and we're very grateful for the contributions of him and so many others. Dr. King, he lived his life. He did what he did, and he has a legacy fit for a king. I stand on your shoulders, Dr. King, and so many others that are unnamed that has given me the opportunity to do everything that I've done in my life, to give me every opportunity to capitalize, to walk through every door that has been opened. And I thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and continue to rest in power. Dr. King, I promise you that your legacy lives on. Thank you for listening. And as you know, just like in season one, and it will be for every season moving forward, my challenge to you today, my challenge to you tomorrow, and my challenge to you forever is be the leader that your peers need to see. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? Do you want to influence more people and powerfully impact their lives? Are you looking to advance in your career or even gain the courage to finally pursue your purpose? If so, I have a great opportunity for you. I've been coaching people the last few years to do these exact same things. And I wanna offer this opportunity it's about one to three people. So if you are interested in having a leadership coach to help you take your leadership to the next level, move forward and advance in your career in influencing more people, making a tremendous transformational impact and finally pursuing your purpose. And you would like me to be your leadership coach along the way. Just text LEAD, L-E-A-D, to 833-518-1961. That again is text LEAD, L-E-A-D, to 833-518-1961. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you received education, engagement, or empowerment. If you did, please leave a rating, like the episode, share the episode, reach out to Tony, or all of the above. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page in the show notes to get extras as a patron of the show. So until next time, be the leader your peers need to see.